Hey there, Jen here, and this is A Happy Bit. Today I'm going to share five tips that will help you strengthen your marriage or your partnership. And why do we need to do this? Well, as we all know, if we're not investing in improving our relationships, if we're not moving forward, we tend to move backward. And I don't know about you, but I like to move forward in the emotional intimacy and in the communication. So I have five quick and easy tips you can try this week. First, the big one, I want to encourage you to stop shaming your partner and to have a conversation with your partner about shame so they will hopefully stop shaming you. My husband and I recently started adding the word shame to our communication pattern. You know, we all probably have criticized a spouse or been criticized by a spouse or pointed out the flaws or just been otherwise negative. And we realized all of these emotions where you cause another person to feel less than or not good enough are elements of shame, which is actually the lowest vibration emotion you can have. The top being unconditional love, the bottom being shame. Why do we want to avoid shame? Well, think back to when you were a kid and a teenager. And I remember once thinking, gosh, I just wish my parents would see that I'm amazing. That's all I really want is to have someone adore and appreciate me. And I think it's true for all of us. We want to be adored and appreciated. So a good first step for that is cutting out shame. And to say to your partner when it's happening, oh, you're shaming me. Could you try saying that a different way and add that to your conversation? Step two is to have a weekly marriage meeting. There's actually a book called The Marriage Meeting where you meet for half an hour or an hour each week and just discuss your marriage. You can set up some ground rules so you're not getting too critical or defensive, but healthfully pointing out what's good in your marriage and maybe sandwiching that one thing you want to work on in between two positives and constructively always trying to improve your marriage. Third, if you haven't already, take the love language quiz online. There's a book called The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman, and you can take the love languages quiz online and refresh yourself. What communicates love for your partner and how do you receive love? And talk about that again, because maybe they have shifted over time. And if you're unaware, those five love languages are words of affirmation, you know, praise, acts of service. When you like someone to clean up your house for you, does that communicate love? Then you're an acts of service person, physical touch, quality time, and gifts. Maybe you like someone to buy something. So take the love language quiz and have a conversation about how you're meeting each other's love needs. Are you filling each other's love tanks? Step four, go on a date. It's as simple as breaking up the monotony of daily, of daily life, spending some time together, just enjoying each other. If you can do that every week, it's such an amazing investment in positivity together because really with kids and life, Life can feel hairy. Marriage can feel hard. You can grow distant as you're just trying to survive the busyness of life. But taking that time out to get away and spend time together can make all the difference. Finally, number five, I know you knew I was coming here, but physical intimacy, sex. It's so important for your relationship because it causes a release of oxytocin and dopamine, those feel-good hormones that are amazing. And why not add some of that to your relationship? oxytocin helps you feel a loving bond with someone. So why not add that to your marriage? It feels amazing. It helps you relax and you get to enjoy it as a couple. So those are my five 
tips for today. I want to challenge you to try at least one of those this week. First, to eliminate shame from your conversations or to point out when it's happening gently. Oh yeah, we're not shaming each other anymore. Second is to have that weekly marriage meeting. Third, to retake the five love languages quiz. And we'll have a link on our show notes page at jenriday.com forward slash happy 106. Fourth, go on a weekly date. And fifth, have sex. It's so good for your marriage. I appreciate you listening. I hope you can try these things and be a little bit happier in that relationship. It makes all the difference in living a vibrant and happy life. You know, we talk a lot about vibrance on this show, of course, living in a higher vibration state. Well, you can't be an island. Sometimes you have to make an investment in those relationships. And the more vibrant those relationships feel, the more vibrant you're going to feel. I hope you enjoyed these tips. I will see you next time as I talk with Courtney Donnelly all about having a more vibrant home. I will see you next time. And until then, take care. Thanks for listening to the Vibrant Happy Women podcast at www.jenriday.com.